0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 170 of the podcast. It is a gloomier day in New York and it's zapping energy out of everyone, but that's okay because we do this every week. And every week we tell you, make sure you like, subscribe, five-star rate, and review the podcast wherever you're listening. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the notification bell so you know every time we release new content. And we'll get straight into it this week with the markets. The markets was a big, big thing this week because there was a lot moving um, in the markets this week. So first and foremost, we had Fed Day yesterday, which is when the Federal Reserve tells us how much or what they're going to do with short-term borrowing rates. And they told us they're going to raise it by the expected 25 basis points or one-fourth of a percent, which is pushing yields, uh, free risk-free rates above 5% for the first time in many, many years Um, So a couple things on that note, market was expecting that. We saw the market move a little bit lower. And the main reason why we think the market's moving lower is because we understand that there is a regional banking crisis right now going on and banks are gonna have to tighten. A lot more banks will fail. Since last time we spoke, First Republic went under. Um, And now we have PAC West, which is another regional bank with a similar profile, uh, probably smaller balance sheet, smaller asset size. They're down uh, roughly 60% today um, and you have other other banks down sixty percent um and six anywhere between fifteen to sixty percent. So these regional banks are getting hit hard because they borrowed short. they 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 were borrowing short and lending long. um, and the interest rate risk is crushing them right now with rates keeping increasing, and they've locked in these long-term loans where they're paying smaller interest rates um and these short-term borrowing rates increasing. They're in a horrible, horrible position and they are getting um, slacked in the smashed in the markets. Um, and so that's what's going on as far as the market is concerned. So there probably will be, um, and we talked about this, we thought up until spring, summer, the markets will have their revenge and their resurgence. But there probably will be some sort of a slight pullback over the next couple of months, I believe, just based on the regional banking crisis and tightening of lending and credit, which will ultimately slow down the economy, which will, you know, push employment up. It'll, you know, if you look at back in history, every time the Fed, which they're potentially expected to in June, pauses um, or even pivots, meaning they would cut interest rates, which we don't expect that to happen in June, But the market does expect that to happen at some point this year but if they pause or if they pivot that means they've done their job in slowing down the economy and that means we're probably in a recession and that it's usually not great for equities in the short term right so that's why we believe there will be a little bit of a pullback in the next several months call it in the next three to six months um that'll be short term and short lived until we get a significant the market prices in a resurgent or growth back in the economy So so that's what we're seeing right now with all these banks being hit hard, as you can see them on the chart, First Horizon Corp, we have PacWest down, and then we also have many others. So they're getting hit hard by this news. um, And if the Fed keeps raising rates, you're going to have more banks fall. You're going to have more banks fall to the wayside. Um, In more banking news, we actually had a deal that was supposed to go through that didn't go through. First Horizon um, had a deal with TD Ameritrade and that was a $13 billion deal. And now uh, Toronto Dominion Bank, TD TD Bank, um, and they've agreed to end their $13 billion merger and they're signing regulatory concerns. Um, they entered a mutual agreement uh, to end the deal as TD said they uh, they viewed their approval as uncertain. So the deal, the deal collapsed. So, um they're gonna have to make a when sometimes when you break these large deals, they have to make a 200 million cash payment to First Horizon and a $25 million fee reimbursement. Um, and so shares of uh, First Horizon are down, nearly 40%. So they couldn't find a buyer, they couldn't consummate this deal and agreement. Um, uh, because a lot of people are you know worried about the regional banking um area right now. And that's rightfully so. There's a lot of concerns on interest rate risk, and a lot of people are seeing that more banks will fail because they're they're subject to the interest rate risk because interest rates keep rising um and they have really really bad you know loans on the books so more of that to come um and we'll move to you know other news that's not so great Jenny Craig do you remember this for the 80s 90s babies Jenny Craig is shutting down this isn't like huge news because I don't think they were doing that well prior to this but I just thought it was interesting because I remember Jenny Craig back in the day it was like a huge weight loss fitness brand back in the day and they're shutting their doors uh, because they couldn't secure financing to keep operating their 500 North American stores. I didn't even know they had 500 North American locations. I've never walked into a Jenny Craig store. Has anyone ever seen one or even seen one? They're mulling bankruptcy now uh, because they're just having trouble. Uh, The brand isn't as big as it used to be. That makes sense to me. They probably can't get people in the stores. People are doing everything online. I don't even know why this fitness company had a lot of brick and mortar when, you know, everyone does this via online, Instagram, social, they should have slimmed down the operations many, many years ago um, and just moved all online. Um, and that would have probably helped out, but it's unfortunate there. So they're seeing their doors shut relatively soon. Um, so, you know, it's unfortunate for, for Jenny Craig. Let's go to more, more news because there was quite a few. We talked about JPM and First Republic um there's just a big bunch of news this week and it really just mainly on another other big piece of news was the writer's strike i don't know if people heard or saw about this so the writers guild um the writers are going on strike because they couldn't make agreements on streaming royalties on other pay and other treatment um until they're going on strike which is big news because it does affect your daily watch patterns your daily shows that come out that are written by great writers they're now going to be suspended or, you know, have backup writers come in. It does affect, you know, your streaming shows that are in production now. Um, That is a huge, huge effect. Um, And it's going to take, you know, big, it's going to really affect, you know, launches of movies and things that are streaming shows over the next couple of years, because they're not going to be working on them currently. Um, So that's big news that we didn't touch just yet. In more news, They actually did revise numbers for the Super Bowl, and the Super Bowl was like the most watched uh, Super Bowl in history, I believe. They said the halftime show was also the most watched in history, so that's something to keep your eye on. Um, But yes, the strike is going to affect a lot a lot of people, the writers and TV writers. It's going to – Jimmy Kimmel Live is actually expected to go dark because they won't have writers writing the show. So something to keep your eye on there, folks. Chegg. Remember Chegg? It's an online – it used to be a book – buying and renting company, an you know, online tutorial and homework platform, but their stock plunged nearly 50% after they pretty much said that chat GPT is hurting their growth. Instead of people going to Chegg for their book help and their online homework, they're just typing questions to chat GPT and it's hurting the growth of Chegg until they're literally, their stock dove 50% after their earnings call. Um Because they said it's they thrived during the pandemic, but they said now they're scrambling Um, after the chat GPT has come out. So we'll probably see more companies have certain issues like this. We'll probably see more workers um, have issues like this because a lot of jobs may be cut um, based on the fact that, you know, machine learning algorithms, they are coming. People have been saying it for a while and now you have a use case where it's really, really um, showing itself and it's no longer just conjecture. It's really, really showing itself. Uh, Here, so big thing. Another Ford had great earnings. Um, They had the most famous and best-selling truck in North America. Uh, It's been that way for nearly half a century, and they had great quarter, uh, which is good for them. I think if you look at it, I think there was a a stat I saw that there's no, there's only three cars available for sale, three new car available for sale, three new car models that are under twenty thousand dollars. So maybe margins are getting better for these car companies as we've seen in the past that's come down a bit a balloon and almost a bubble in the car market, but that has come down before it had a good quarter. And that's, you know, to be expected for a company that's been around for a long, long time. Uh, So watch more for that. Let's get into questions of the week. This was an interesting one that I found that I wanted to share and see what everyone thought would be the answer on this one. The first one is, what careers are Gen Z- What careers are Gen Z most interested in? Um, Interesting. So Gen Z, of course, is below millennial. They're younger than millennials. Um, I would say if you're Gen Z right now, you'd probably, it's still going to be like athlete. It would be up there. I would say that. I don't think doctor and lawyer are up there. I would say some sort of talent, influencer talent, you know, TV talent would be up there. Uh, What else do the Gen Z like? I don't even know. Athlete influencer i might just be like short changing gen z here but <sighs> mm, those are the two i can really think on top man i would throw maybe something in finance there as well um i think that would be in the just all right let's see let's see business person's top one 14 percent okay that is you know finance business person we got that doctor okay so doctor still up there with 12% engineer, 9% artist, 7% coder and tech, 7% financier and banker is a 5% nurse, lawyer, author rounding out the bottom. So hey, that's pretty, pretty. I was not that close. I was shortchanging them a bit, a bit but they went with traditional careers. I thought they might, you know, broaden it out a little bit. I think the Gen Z is pretty broad in how they look at things. Let's look at another question. What percent of online purchases are returned to the retailer? I'm going to say above 20%. Even though it's a hassle, I hate, you know, I used to hate just doing online shopping just because of returning it was a bigger hassle, but they've made it a lot simpler, the bunch of these little apps and things that you can do it to make a return simple. So I'm going to go 20%. I think it's maybe above 20%. Oh, and I was right on the money. 20.8% are returned. Um, So they factor that in. People factor that in because roughly 20.8% our returns. to the online retailers realize that. So I was on the money there. I like that. We're going to end with that because I was so on the money with my answer. Uh, Folks, we do this every week. Make sure you tune in to get the most updated, streamlined and best in business and finance, personal finance news. We'll see you next week.